Welcome to the Purely Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Pope, health coach, wellness expert. You can consider me your online bestie too. Imagine we're having a green juice together or a glass of wine for that matter. I believe in wellness that empowers you and lifts you up. On this podcast, you can expect a 360 degree view of wellness. But remember, there's no perfect when it comes to our health. It's whatever works for us. With that, let's dive in. Enjoy. Hello, hello, and happy Tuesday. Welcome to one of the first bonus episodes of the Purely Podcast. I'm super excited about this because we are chatting with one of my favorite bread companies, which is Royal Bread Co. I love their bread. My personal favorite is the artisan bread. So if you're going to check out their bread, definitely start with that one. It's my favorite. But we are chatting with one of the co-founders, Yoel Halaf, today. And I think it's just really cool because him and his wife co-founded this company. It is a healthy baked goods company. But both of them were born and raised in Israel. And they made it really out of a need because, number one, Yoel is a baker himself. So he's the one who comes up and develops all the recipes that are sold on Roy bread companies website, which is really cool. So he is super hands-on and that's who we're chatting with today. And then his wife, Ramit, is a registered dietitian. So the combination between the two is amazing. And that is why their, their products are so high quality and so delicious and also very nutritiously great for you and your body and all that good stuff. But that being said, when they were in Israel and then they came here, they realized that they just weren't finding the same quality of ingredients and really just the end result of those baked goods and the food here in the U.S. So they solved that problem. They are a small business and they're thriving. I am so excited to show you guys a little bit behind the scenes of how it came about and also why they chose all the different ingredients that they did in the breads. So you guys know that I geek out about this. And if you geek out about these things too, then you're going to absolutely love this episode. And you'll also learn a bit of the founder's journey and, and really what sets them apart from other bread companies, which I am excited to tell you about. That being said, there are a few little housekeeping items. The first being, if you do want to purchase anything from Royal Bread Company, you can use my code purely10, that's P-U-R-E-L-Y, 10, and that will get you 10% off anything on the Royal website. And then another thing is that they actually just launched bagels this past Friday. So the bagels will be both plain and sesame flavors, and they are available on the website now. And both the bagels only contain one gram of sugar, five grams of nut carbs, and nine grams of protein. I love the protein piece because I feel like at breakfast, a lot of people forget that sometimes. So just makes it even that more easier to get in that protein. That's actually going to keep you full throughout the morning. And both bagels are also plant-based, vegan, low carb, and keto friendly. So if you prescribe to any of those diets, then they are the bagels for you. I'm really excited to try them myself. I haven't gotten my hands on them yet, but I'm really, really excited to try them because I loved everything from Royo thus far. And that being said, I would love to give you a little introduction to Yoel Halaf, as well as his wife, Ronit, who is the co-founder of Royal Bread Company. As I mentioned, they were born and raised in Israel and have been entrepreneurs ever since they could remember. Today, Yonal and Ronit are the co-founders and CEOs of Royal Bread Company. 
Royo is a healthy baked goods company that makes delicious low-carb alternatives, replacing traditionally high-carb foods with delicious low-carb and low-calorie options. It all began in 2019 when Yoel and Ronit, who is a registered dietitian, as I mentioned, set out on a quest to create healthy low-carb bread without any artificial flavors and unfamiliar ingredients, which led them to create the classic low-carb, high-protein Royo bread, a thoughtfully crafted, high-protein, high-fiber, low-carb bread made with clean, plant-based ingredients and zero sugar instead of artificial preservatives and harmful ingredients, as well as artificial sweeteners. Now they have a line of over eight products and more on the way, like those bagels that just launched. Yoel's background in chemical manufacturing has surprisingly prepared him for a scientific nature of the painstaking precision of baking bread. Through creativity, persistence, and sheer determination, Yoel and Ronit were able to create the most delicious low-carb products that are now enjoyed by thousands of customers nationwide. All of that being said, let me introduce you to Yoel Halaf, co-founder of Royo Bread Co. Hi, you all. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm so excited to learn more about Royo and and the development of it. So I would love to just dive right in and talk a little bit about your history, your background. How did you meet Ronit, who I know is the co-founder of Royo and and all that good stuff. I would love to just kind of hear the background of, of what got you to what you're doing today with Royo. Sure. Absolutely. First of all, thank you for, for having me here today. My name is Yoel Halaf, and I'm a co-founder of Royal Bread Co. It's a bread company that we started, my wife and I, about two years ago, out of a need. We just needed a good bread. Mm. So we start making bread for ourselves. I grew up actually in Israel mm. uh, in a family of seven. So bread was a big part of our diet. Uh, back then, bread was deli- get delivered to the local grocery store twice a day, in the morning and then one o'clock in the afternoon. So when I was a little child, my parents would send me over to the local grocery to get a loaf of bread. And my mom never forgot to have to tell me, tell the guy to give you the one from the il- one o'clock <laughs> delivery. Don't give you the morning one. So Freshness was very important. They made the bread back then fresh, like I said, warm. You get it out of the box. People would go into the store and touch the bread and, and select the one that they liked the most. That will never happen today. Yeah. So the bread was never, it was not sliced bread, obviously. It was a, you know, a rye bread usually. We just love bread. We, it, it, it was a big part of our diet, like I said. So when I came here and in the 80s, Looking for a bread similar to what we have. I understand it's different, but mm-hmm. looking for something similar, I just couldn't find. What we saw was a, a white bread, a white sandwich bread, and different companies and different logos and different colors bags and stuff like that. But the bread was soft and no, nothing to resemble a good bread. Yeah. So I bought it, of course. I bought it, but I didn't enjoy it. So I said, okay, from now on, I have to make my own bread. And I started making my own bread, not knowing much about bread, but I wanted a good bread for myself at home. So I started making the bread. And sure enough, I had a good recipe for a good bread, which was a kind of a baguette. Mm. Uh, my wife, she's a dietitian, so she wouldn't eat much bread anyhow. So it basically was for me. Yeah. And <laughs> back then I had a different business, a chemical business, actually. And I was making a sandwich or my wife will make you a, a 
lunch bag with the, for breakfast and lunch. Bread was this part of it, like a sandwich, but a good bread, good, satisfying bread. So it was whole wheat, rye uh, grain in it, uh, barley, quinoa, many, many grains to keep you full. So it was mm-hmm. nothing similar to the bread that we know in a supermarket. But then I did it for many years, just like that. I would bake 20 loaves, freeze them, and my wife will defrost them every day for lunch and for, for me for during the day. Yeah, that's how we did it. But then, of course, friends ask me, you know, for a loaf here and loaf there and stuff like that. And things start to move a little bit toward making a little bit more bread, basically. But that wasn't the issue because the issue is good, healthy bread. And today, uh, with all the carbs and sugar being consumed, uh, it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, let's make one bread that it's very healthy to the other extreme, but yet tasty. So we start making the bread. And of course, we cannot use this flour because flour has its equal amount of sugar, basically. If you take a white flour and sugar, it's equal, more or less. So we said, okay, well, let's find a different ingredient. And we found the flaxseed. So flaxseed is a superfood. It's an amazing ingredient and everyone should include it in its diet. Okay, so we start. We took the flaxseed and flaxseed, I don't know if you know, but flaxseed has no flavor or pleasant flavor. So many people take the flaxseed and sprinkle it around the yogurt a little bit and eat it. So so they had half a spoon of flaxseed. That's not enough. Yeah. So we decided, okay, let's go flaxseed bulk. That's the main ingredient. Everything around it will be just to modify the flavor, basically. And that's what we did. So we created the first Royal Classic took a while to get it because it was a challenge. You mm-hmm. cannot make a bread with no flour. So it's just like similar, like the non-gluten hour is with gluten. We're not using non-gluten, but it's with gluten. So we start making this bread and one day it's okay. I think we have something okay. Let's give it to our neighbors. Let's see what they're going to say, friends yeah. and neighbors. And on one Friday, we went around, we gave it to five friends. I said, let's wait and see what happens. And of course, they called the day after and said, look, I'm going to be a customer. You know, we're friends and everything. I want to pay for it. You gave me two loaves. Thank you very much. I want more, but I want to pay for it. So that's how things start to roll. So I start making in the, in the house only for my friends, five of them. But they call every day, every other day and stuff. And the, their neighbors start to call. Said, wow, that's growing. And I think we have something here. So we took a sharing kitchen. We signed up in a sharing kitchen uh, in New York. And we start making the bread there. But bread takes time to develop. And sharing kitchen, they give you a session of eight hours or 12 hours. That's more or less what you can do. And sometimes bread don't cooperate with you. You know, if you say four hours for proof and you want six hours, that's it. You're out of luck. You have to wait for six hours. And it's the end of the shift. And it's all pushing and stuff like that. So I said, okay. So to start, it's nice. It's okay. And we moved on to another bakery, which start working there. And uh, today, we are making it in a fully commercialized bakery, but we are giving the bread a time. If you are in a rush, don't go to the bread business. You cannot make bread in a rush. Bread yeah. needs its time. And every day it's different. If humidity is different, if the sun hitting the roof in a different way and the bread decides to go slow or fast, up to him. So we cooperate with the bread. So we manage that. 
So we start making the bread and we start adding more flavors and we get a good response and uh, we start selling it online. We've been selling it now for a year and a half or so. And recently, just really recently, we came up with the uh, artisanal bread, which is- I love that one. Diff- okay. This yeah. is very easy to eat. It, it, it's not strong in flavors and, and very, it's, it's just delicious bread. I love it. So. Mm-hmm. So where before we started with the flaxseed, people like the flaxseed. I mean, it's very healthy. Health-wise, yes. This one is more moderate. It's more advanced. Mm-hmm. Took us really long time. I, I'm not exaggerating. Probably 1,500 breads went to my neighbors. And they still <laughs> my neighbors. They didn't move out. <laughs> and our friends also. We gave them bread and bread. They oh, how much bread are you giving? They just take it. I'm not going to throw it away because it didn't turn the right color or it didn't turn the right size and stuff like that. I'll just give it to our friends. But today we're producing thousands of them uh, and they're all good. And uh, basically this is more or less the background of where I come from. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. And I love that, you know, the dedication that you had to creating what in your eyes was the perfect product, which is amazing. So you mentioned too, that nowadays, you know, when, when going into a supermarket, there aren't necessarily high quality breads. So what was missing when you were looking for a bread to enjoy, or was it more so what wasn't missing and all those additives that were in there? So can you talk a little bit about, you know, what, what are those differences between the breads that you were seeing in the supermarket and Royo's bread? Yeah. So if you pick up a loaf of bread in the supermarket and I still today, I cannot read all the ingredients on the back of it. And my background is chemical. I know chemicals, and I cannot read them all. It's a long list of chemicals or modified in- ingredients uh, that should not be in a bread. But if you want to make a bread in 30 minutes, you have to have those boosters and something to, ru- to rise the dough fast and stuff like that. We don't use it. Simple ingredients. Good local water. We actually make it in Brooklyn. They say the best bagels are in Brooklyn, New yeah. York. So we use the water here, local water, and the, our bagel, when we come out with a bagel, that will be an amazing item. We are making bagel for ourselves now in the process, but eventually we're going to take it to market. Uh, it, it, it's just amazing. Very, yeah. very good. So we watch every angle of the product, not just to make a good item, a good delicious bread. We're thinking also nutritional. My wife, she's a nutrition, uh, and uh, we, I work with her a lot. So we make the bread and she goes, well, not, not enough. You have to lower this, lower this, lower this, lower this. Okay, so there's nothing left in it. Well, okay, start from scratch again, again and again and again. So I've been making it and, and she's killing it. I'm making it <laughs> until we get something, okay, a compromise. So far, it, it works. Yeah. And I think that's really unique. The fact that one of the co-founders of the bread is actually a registered dietitian, which I'm sure is not common in, in those sorts of, in, in a lot of breads or in a lot of food products actually on the market. So that's kind of an advantage that you guys have. So in terms of the ingredients that you were seeing, are there specific ingredients? Like I know things that you guys mentioned too, in the past were artificial sweeteners and preservatives. So can you speak a little bit to why you guys chose, of course, not to include those and maybe what are some of the harmful effects of the artificial sweeteners and preservatives? 
Okay, so all these artificial sweeteners, I just don't like it. I hate it. Uh, I never had it. I did not grow up on it. If I want something sweet, I take something sweet, but not artificial. It's better to have a little bit of sugar in your cake than to have something to cover up the rest of it. We just don't use it. I don't like it. If I would like it, I probably would end up using it. But for me, it's not good. If it's not good for me, not good for my clients and customers. Mm -hmm. Just not going to work. Same thing with flavor. If I like it, and I think many other people would like it, I go for it. I know not all going to like it, but some will like it. It'll be like me. So at least I'm honest with myself, honest with the people that follow us, mm-hmm. and not trying to make uh, another company that has a huge commercial thing and, and forget about the, the end user, the guy who, the end, buy the bread and eat it. Yeah. Uh, just make bread fast. That's not my goal. Yeah. And I think that it, it you can definitely tell that there is thought put into the bread, into the making of the bread and ensuring that, you know, it is made with love and made with care and all those things. And I think that that is something that we don't put enough value on in today's food supply, really. But I would also love for you to dive into some of the ingredients in the bread that are really beneficial for the consumer. So, so you mentioned flaxseed. So, you know, I know that there's psyllium husk in there, resistant wheat starch. Right. So can you speak a little bit to the ingredients that you guys chose and why and why those could be beneficial? Yeah. So the flaxseed, like I said, it's a superfood. It's loaded with uh, uh, antioxidants and uh, I'm not going to tell all the the, uh, nutritional, but I'll tell you that this is the main horse for us, the flaxseed. Everything else was added to increase flavor because flaxseed by itself is just not good. So we have the wheat bran. It gives you the feel of a full mouth feel. It's rounded flavor, high different profile flavor. It hides a little bit of flaxseed. Oat bran, it's very healthy. Low in calories, very low in calories, and high in fiber, but has no taste, no nothing to it. So we, but we still use it. We have to make the bread out of something. Mm-hmm. So it can be only flaxseed. So we use that, but then we use some uh, apple cider vinegar. It gives you a tanginess a little bit. It covers up. It gives you some uh, acidity to the flavor. Uh, malted barley. That's another item that we use. That actually is to benefit the yeast in the bread. Yeast needs something to culture on it. So we don't use sugar. So we use that a tiny bit, just enough for the yeast to grow and proof the bread. What else we use? The psyllium husk. Psyllium husk is just not used enough because of price. It's very costly. Mm. It's an expensive ingredient. Uh, We use it. We think it's good. It's beneficial. It's a high, it's soluble uh, fiber. And it's just good. It cleans your system. It, it, it just all, all the stuff that we use. It's basically some sort of a fiber base. Yeah, the opposite of the carbs that we see on regular bread. You know, we can make the most delicious bread if we just use white flour, whole wheat, and all the ingredients, and put some sugar. And because they do use sugar in it to make it sweet, that's the the, the taste of the average. American today or person in the world, they use the sugar. They yeah. even though they not it's not sweet, it's still there. Yeah. So we don't use it, but we have to have some sort for the whole complex system to work. 
So we use that uh, with brand. We decided with brand and the others, we decided the, on whole rye on the artisan bread. Rye fits much better. It's robust in flavor. It gives some color. So rye, we chose that on the other side of the, on the new bread that we made. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because with the added sugar that you mentioned, a lot of people, because I talk with this, uh, I talk about this with my clients a lot in terms of reading a nutrition label, how to read what's in there. And a lot of times, you know, with the marketing today in today's food products, you can look at something and somebody will be, oh yeah, that's healthy. It says it has this much fiber or it's healthy. It says that it's low carb or, or whatever, that whole grains, all these kind of like buzzwords. And then when you look at it, there can be five to 10 grams of added sugar. And especially in bread, that's not something that people think about the, of, of having added sugar in bread. So, so that's really great that you guys, that you guys, you know, called that out and you aren't adding that added sugar to it. No, no. So, so I'll tell you a little thing about the artisan bread, the artisan bread has one gram of sugar mm-hmm. and to, and to keep the one gram and it, it took me probably two and a half months of working every day, 12 hours, uh, try to eliminate the one gram. I said, one gram, what, what, how essential is to have one gram of this in it? And I just couldn't go around it. I said, look, at the end of the side, I, it's my decision. I said, mm-hmm. look, let the people enjoy one gram. Nothing's going to happen to them. Yeah. One gram, it's okay. If that's all they're going to have, one, it's fine. So we decided to go ahead with the one. But in my back of my mind, I know we're going to have a zero, one, two later on. But it takes time to develop it. It, it, mm-hmm. it will happen. Yeah. But right now, so I said, look, it, it, it's a trophy. Whoever gets it, it's just so nice. It's so delicious bread. And you cannot tell. It's yeah. actually artisan bread, a different way of yeah. a healthy yeah, I love the artisan bread so much. And and I noticed that it does have the one gram of sugar. But it, it, at the same time, I think that like you mentioned, it's it's enjoying it. And I noticed that you guys use brown sugar and it's right. not necessarily some sort of artificial sugar or anything like that. And and I think that everything in moderation, you know, and, and that right, tiny right. little bit is okay. We couldn't easily re- Place it with erythritol or, or any other sugar additives or replacement. I didn't want to do that. I said, yeah. it's one sugar. Why play with this other stuff? Just yeah. put the right one, the right amount, and it's fine. Yeah. And so, so far, people like it. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised because I I've loved it. I actually over the weekend I made a pumpkin french toast with the artisanal wow. artisanal bread and it is it was delicious. So, but something else that you talked about a little bit when you were going through the ingredients of the resistant wheat star- starch and the psyllium right. husk and flaxseed meal is that really a basis of a majority of those things are fiber. So, can you talk a little bit to the importance of fiber and also having it in the carbohydrates that we consume um, and why you guys were really, really passionate about including a lot of fiber in the bread. Well, so the resistant starch is basically, there was a study that was made that if you eat rice the following day, after you make the rice or pasta, you eat it the following day, your body resists some part of the carbs. So they figured out maybe 10% or 15% extra of resistant fiber out of the pasta, regular pasta or rice. So they said, look, if it happens just by heating and cooling, we can do it more with wheat and stuff like that. And they did it. 
So this way of making it commercial, where you cannot just cook it and, and this, but you can do it. And, and, and it's fairly new to the market. It's very, very few vendors that supply the ingredient and uh, someone that you can trust with, right? Uh, so it took us a while to get into it. But once we got into it, we said, look, let's build around that the same situation. But this is even more difficult to, to work with. It really has no flavor and no, it's not cooperation to build a bread out of it. So again, a pro, once one ingredient after the other and after the other, and thousands of bread after, we came up with the artisanal bread. So the reason we use it, and we can easily replace part of it with regular flour or bread flour, what the bakers call it's just the carbs. We're trying to eliminate the carbs. Uh, it's very easy. If I put 10% uh, bread flour into the bread, it would sa- save me so much time, so much work, and money. It'll be cheaper. It's it's like one-tenth of the price of all those. These are lucrative ingredients that we use. It's really prime ingredients. The regular baker would not do it because of the cost. It's five to eight times more money than regular flour. But at this point, you need something healthy. A person who has a diabetic problem, he cannot eat bread. So eliminating bread. You can have a slice of royal bread instead once a day. Right? You're not eating bread uh, on a regular basis. You can have it on a regular basis, but you can have bread to include in your diet. That's yeah. basically Yeah. And that's idea. something that I actually always speak with my clients about too, because like we were saying that everything in moderation, um, but you know, if that's there it. is something that you're going to be having every single day, why not make that elevated option available to you in your home? You know? So, so for me, when I'm eating bread every single day, I'm mindful of what the ingredients are and, and wanting to choose those elevated ingredients. And I think you mentioned something too, in terms that I would love to point out for anybody listening is that, yeah, sometimes these ingredients are a little bit more expensive or these products are a little bit more expensive than you're, than you're used to paying. But I also think that whatever you're consuming, it's, there's, there's something to be said about making that investment in your health, because if you don't do that now, you will most likely need to make an investment in your sickness later on in life, which is something that I think is really important for people to, to realize too. You're right. Right. But right now, from what I see, at least there is no option in the market for people to choose from because the big companies took all the slots and that's what they have. If they decided that you're going to have this size bread, this many cars, you're going to have it. Simple. Because there's no more local bakeries that supply you. with, And you can choose. You know, if it was a local one, you don't like this guy, you go to the other guy, to the next neighborhood, and you buy yourself a bread. Here, it'll be the same bread you buy in New York, California, Chicago, Michigan, anywhere you go. It'll be the same kind of bread because they just took over and decide what's good for them. So... We are giving another option for the customer. You don't have to buy it, but if you want, it's there for you. Yeah. If somebody is brand new to Royo and they have to choose one of the breads or one of the products on your website to start off with, which would be your re- your recommendation to start off oh, with? Which well, is now your it's easy. Now it's easy. My favorite, obviously, is the artisanal bread. Okay. It's just so easy. It's like the closest one to the bread I grew up with. So the other breads are obviously they so good. They're also very good, but this is more moderate in flavor. Mm-hmm. The other ones are more robust. So European 
European people would they love the royal because of the flaxseed. It's a robust. It has more tangy and like whole wheat, whole grain flavor. Uh, versus this one, it's more moderate in flavor. Very no, very, but lo- lower profile flavor, a- and it's more accommodating even to kids. Kids can enjoy it. They wouldn't know the difference. They cannot tell the difference. Yeah. You put some peanut butter and jelly the right amount with royal, a few slices of turkey, mayo or mustard, and you got yourself a sandwich. Yeah. And this one is a 30-calorie bread, the artisanal bread, Yeah. which I couldn't believe when I came up with the thing. We made that numbers like 50 times and again and again and again. Well, that's what the number is. And as much as we can, it's more difficult, but it's more beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not and afraid of difficulties that. and challenges. We we do things against all odds. Yeah. And, and it works. Yeah, it does. It does. And I can attest that is definitely my favorite one as well. If I was recommending somebody to start with one of the of your products, it would definitely be the the artisanal bread. It's it's great. And it's really versatile as well. Like I was saying, I made the French toast the other day and I've used it in savory recipes. I've used it for avocado toast. It's it's really great. It's mild, like you were mentioning. I would love for you to let us know what new products are on the horizon. Uh, What can people look out for? (laughs) So, well, obviously, you know, I'm Jewish and challah is very important to us. And we eat challah every uh, Saturday, Friday night dinner, we eat challah. So... We are making challahs for ourselves yet, but in the very near future, we'll have that and bagel at the same time. Uh, the thing is, the challah is, is phenomenal. It's delicious. Bagel also. It's amazing. The only difference is bagel is a bigger amount of bread. Uh, uh, not bread. Bagel is a bigger amount of mass. Okay. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the numbers will be higher. If we make it, we're going to make it right. So it'll take a longer but uh, hopefully we'll have something that will be very, very nice. Yeah. So we're working, and you know, sometimes you work on one thing, aiming to achieve a product, and all of a sudden you hit something else and you get diverted to something else. And you know what? It, this is coming, coming before this one. And because you hit it. So it works. So yeah. sometimes it works different ways, but we take it as it goes. Yeah. Well, I personally cannot wait for the the bagels, especially knowing bagels, that it's yeah. made they'll they'll be made with the Brooklyn and New York water, oh, which yeah. I think is the the secret ingredient to making a good bagel. So right. yeah. where can everybody find you, find Royo? Where can they purchase Royo? All the good things. Yeah, right now we are online. And uh, we are working on getting the product into uh, retail stores. We're working on it right now as we speak. And but uh, just you guys make sure that you are following us on Instagram at eatroyo on our website, eatroyo.com, to make sure that you are on the email list and you are up to date with new releases. Uh, we got a lot of really delicious uh, things planned for the near future. Uh, also, I'll give you another hint we are thinking about pizza, pizza Ooh. crust. Yum. Yes, so you Love can that. get the crust and you put your own sauce and cheese as much as you want. And you ha- at least we, we take care of the, the, the crust. So all that, it's all in the progress and process, but uh, hopefully very soon we'll have some. We, we are working on it. It's really, really a developing, it's exciting moment for us because yeah. we're introducing so many new, new approaches 
And I see the, 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 I see the feedback is so positive. It gives us the encouragement to do more and to yeah. try more and not to hesitate, not to be afraid, to try. Mm-hmm. And so far, so good. Thank God. We have Amazing. It. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for your time. And thank you, everybody. Okay, you guys, I hope that you enjoyed that episode as much as I did getting the background of Royo Bread Company. And as I mentioned, if you want to try anything from Royo, my favorite is the artisanal bread. It is so bomb. And I love it in a French toast, just saying. And that recipe is on my website if you want to check it out. It's the purely pumpkin French toast. It's so bomb. And I always use the Royal Bread to make it. But remember, you can also use code PURELY10, that's P-U-R-E-L-Y-1-0, to get 10% off your order on Royal Bread Company. All right. I'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye now.